Hey guys, today we got, Tyson's not with me because he had to get out of here, but we got a really awesome podcast for you. This was one of my top favorite ones of all time. We got the brothers, Bryce and Danny Thompson in here. They own Window World here in Omaha and then a couple other places around. Um, but the cadence in this and the energy in this podcast was amazing. We got to hear a little bit of their story. Got to hear a little bit of uh, one of my favorite stories of mine that I finally shared on the podcast. So a lot of good stuff in this podcast. Uh, Tyson shared some stuff about the military that I thought was super cool. Um, anyways, just overall great, great episode. I really look forward to you guys watching it. Um, one quick plug, guys. If you're watching this podcast, the only way it's going to grow is through organic growth from word of mouth. You telling your friends, texting your friends, sharing on social media, that stuff. If you don't mind um, just sharing it with someone you know um, to get the word out there about it, we really appreciate it. Uh, we're doing this all you know, for free, not having any sponsors, things like that on our own time. So we really appreciate sharing word of mouth if you get any kind of value out of it or enjoy it at all. Without further ado, let's get into the podcast. No, I family feel. pictures. Yeah. To find baby pictures yeah. of watching me videos. and my girls. Yeah, for sure. You know, everything's going to be digital. Do you have girls too? Yeah. How many? Two. Why does everybody we bring up have two girls? Everybody. He has two girls. I have two girls. You have two girls. Our buddy Will, uh, Will has two girls. Yep. Everybody's uh, got two girls. Marty has two Marty girls. Marty has two girls. Uh, 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 another buddy of mine, two girls. Yeah. So my, I have a, a friend. Pregnant with another what one. What are those odds when I was growing? Still working on that. Speaking of that, my buddy, I, one of my best friends, he's a pastor, but he's like really like one of the smartest guys I've ever met, like really cerebral. And he has this theory that he worked up from this like data and formula that there's a dropping birth rate. Everybody's heard that, right? Yep. The birth rate's dropping and like fertility is dropping. He has a theory in like, it's partly anecdotal, partly based on data that there's going to be way more women than men coming up because fertility is going down. Our, naturally, our species is going to produce more women. And I'm like, dude, I see it. Oh, yeah. Everybody I know has women. Oh, everybody. Everybody I know is having girls. It feels like the last two or three years <laughs> yeah. have been the years of the Only, girls. Right. Yeah. I don't know one. Mean, I know one boy that's been born. Meanwhile, one of our buddies, Perry, uh, like total alpha male, strong yeah. as an ox, yeah. total, like just athlete, great uh -huh. guy. Uh, four, three. Three boys or four? Mm. Three boys. Three boys? Yeah, three boys. Dude, which is he could, Like he's the type, he would go for seven pregnancies and they'd all be boys. Uh, <laughs> Which is funny. They say the more testosterone you have, the more likely you are to have females. Really? To have I'll, women. I'll, shout I'll, out, I'll boys. Shout out. Out. Testosterone. There you go. We'll see. I'm me. I'm a, I'm a donut right now. Yeah. So what is your name? Danny. Danny. Yes. Yep. I'm just Easy for me. That's my older brother. Tyson and Christian, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Do you want these typically close? Dana yeah, you want to kind of like... Like uh, pretty close, pretty yeah. close. That's perfect. Below your eye line, yeah. you don't really want to feel like it's in your face, but okay. it'll catch your voice pretty well. Yeah, beautiful. Come on, there you go. Perfect. That's a sweet spot. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Beautiful. <laughs> no hands. This is cool. Thanks again, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming on. <laughs> he texted me. Uh, I was uh, almost a week ago. You're like, hey, mm. got a buddy of mine. Let's do a podcast on you know, like small business or entrepreneurship. Yeah, you're like, no. No, I was like, <laughs> where, when? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> who did you do yours with? Uh, Protect Your Purpose. It's uh, it's more of a – they have really like four main topics and okay. depending on the mood they're in. So there's this faith, freedom, family, and entrepreneurship. Yeah. Hmm. That's uh, cool. Sick, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So other than that, I've, you know, I've, I've done that one and – well, what, I had a great time. One thing too, like meeting Bryce, I'm like, man, this is like the second time we've ever met, but like, uh, you know, just there's a lot of common themes from like you guys, how you guys operate, you know, just upbringing and then also 
you know, the conversations you guys have. I, I'm a part of a like a workout group in the morning. It's a leadership group. It's faith, family, fitness, uh, and fellowship. And so there's a lot of common themes there. And then I was like, well, then this just kind of rolled into this great to, you know, just round it out with something like this is awesome. Yeah. But, It'll be interesting to see, like, I was talking to Bryce about it. Like, podcasts are a very, like, long-term play. Yeah. Like, it takes a while to audience build and do all that mm-hmm. stuff. But um, selfishly, it's cool to just, like, have conversations oh, like man. this. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. It's pretty have awesome. a platform for it. Yeah. yeah. And, like, a reason to talk to you guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, if not, it's like, you guys want to get coffee? Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're yeah. like, no. Well, also, there's yeah. a, I think there's an element, too, when you, you know, we could be down in somebody's basement shooting the shit mm-hmm. and having conversations. Mm-hmm. But when I think when the environment is a little bit different. Yeah. You can reach different surfaces than what you normally would. When sure, you're, we're here to have a conversation. Yes, we're not here yep. to hang out. Like, do we talk? Do we not talk? Yeah. It's like going to a comedy club. Like, you're gonna go to comedy, and you have to be in the mood to enjoy the comedy and laugh, yep. and like be lighthearted, thin, you know, thick skin, and just enjoy it. Yeah. If you go into that comedy club and you're like, I'm having a bad day, I'm gonna see if I can maintain that through this conversation. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. That's not fun. Yeah. Yep. But you go into a podcast, say, Hey, we're here to talk. I'm an open book. You know, if I don't want to talk about something, that would just say no, no big deal. I was just letting it roll. Everybody yep. we've had on so far, like we've had some conversations, and I'm like. Man, I don't think that went very good. Like that to me, like we've been meeting him, but we left and we're like, I don't think they enjoyed it. Like, and then we'll get an email back and they're like, that was such an amazing experience. <laughs> yeah. like, that was one of the best yeah. conversations. And we're like, what? Yeah. 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 Well, I think it's because we have high standards first off for like how we want it to go. Cool. Second, Thanks. second. Well, I mean, like mainly our side of it. Like, yeah. did we, you didn't ask enough questions yeah, or were like, they the conversation enough? didn't yeah. flow right for us, whatever. Mm-hmm. But how many times do you sit down with people? Or other men or women or whatever, and just have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. there's just not a lot. Of time Intentional, yeah. when, and, and there's no and no one's trying to get anything out of the conversation. <coughs> yeah. there's you know no, what I mean? I'm not no trying to get you to sell something to me or buy something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I think that's pretty rare. I was watching a movie the other night, and it it it, it hits on this perfectly. So, um, it was a uh, oh, I think it was a uh, uh, Ted Lasso. Jack, uh, no, but that's awesome. <laughs> that is, it is awesome. I love Ted Lasso. Uh, Jack Ryan. Like oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Shadow Love. Recruit. I watched yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Shadow Recruit the other night. And his girlfriend is – doesn't matter. The scene doesn't matter. But the, this Russian guy, they're sitting at the table and they're doing like this bullshit small talk banter that – meaningless banter. And he's like – he asked her a hard question. And she's like, that's kind of personal. And he's like, do you want to chit-chat or do you want to talk? Yeah. That's oh, great. interesting. Yeah. And it, there's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> BS or real conversation yeah. basically, mm-hmm. yeah. So kind of getting into like your guys' You rolling, start. Dana? Okay, perfect. Are you so getting in there to start a little bit about Window World? How long have you guys had the ownership of what was your first location here in Omaha? First, uh, yes. So, we, do you want to go into the story? Yeah, yeah, we're sure. just, yeah roll it in. Yeah. So, uh, Danny and I, um, our mom and then our stepdad, they actually started the franchise in Omaha in, two, uh-huh. in 2001. Nice. 9-11-01, actually, of, no of all days. Wow, that was no their, their very first day. Cool. Yep. That's crazy. That's and awesome. so Window World, it's a national franchise. Yep. There's 200 Window Worlds across the country. We're in every state except for Alaska and I think Montana. Yeah, so, that sounds, sounds like an right. opportunity. Window World. It sounds like a big opportunity. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> in, like in, a- in Hawaii. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> September of 11 or September of 01, they opened up the Omaha location. It was the 29th store. Wow. And then fast forward over the course of, of 10 years or so, they acquired and opened up 13. Got up to 13. Got up to 13. Yeah. It was Omaha, Lincoln, Grand Island, Mason City, Davenport, Des Moines, Cedar Rapids, Fargo, Sioux Falls, wow. uh, Reno, Portland, Seattle. And then they had Denver there for a little while. <laughs> it was a load. It was That's a ton. A lot. Probably too much. Yeah. yeah. 
It's a lot to manage. Or debatable, but yeah, I mean, I think that's. I think they would even say that was, that was maybe, you know, Stressed a little that, more than yeah. what. And they that was all. That was all your family. Before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's and, sweet. You know, they had. I think they did have a few partners mixed in yeah. throughout that, but um, at that phase of Winterworld's growth as a franchisor, they, you know, they were they were really wanting to run and gun and get a presence, establish right. a footprint in all these markets, yep. and Mom and Mike were. At, they were there at that time. Yeah. And so I think they, they helped open a lot of stores and then in some cases they would back out and pass it off to sure. different ownerships. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like as Bryce said, in 2001, they opened Omaha up, up until I want to say 2010 is kind of when, uh, things flipped and, and we got approached by, by our parents to, uh, with the opportunity to own Omaha and Wichita and, and start a, a buyout process oh, cool. for those two stores. And I'll be honest with you, I was uh I was really ticked off. I was so, so mad at that time. Because they asked Bryce too or what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they told me I had I to ask myself. Oh, Technically I knew about it first. <laughs> there we go. He the real story is he's my little brother. Yeah. So they said you gotta ask him so yeah. that he feels included. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it we're is. We're gonna tell him we told him first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. To this day it's still like that. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. No, we're best buds. Yeah, um, that's awesome. So they approached us in 2010, and we were so ticked off. Or I was ticked off because at that time I was I was one of maybe we'll call it six people who were quote unquote corporate who were helping run central functions for at their at that time their mm-hmm. bigger operation. And we had just kind of fleshed some things out, and we just had some meetings, and we kind of had found a rhythm, and we're improving a lot of things across all the stores. And then this bomb goes off, and I didn't even think about it. Uh, and we've talked about it a bunch since. I didn't even – my eyes were were completely closed because I didn't think about the huge opportunity that, that we had in front of us. Oh, wow. Um, so what, were you, what were you upset about? You were upset about, yeah. hey, you're just like kind of leaving it? You know, I was like – I, I had the mentality of just like a, uh, you know – diligently working soldier and yeah. like, Hey, we're making, we're making great strides. Why, why are you leaving? Why, yeah. Why are you going to ruin this? Oh, like we're, we're, we're getting things. We're finally getting things into How a How old are you at that time? 26. I think. Okay. Okay. Been yeah. working with. Okay, cool. Yeah. What was your first take then when that kind of approach? What was your, thought? <sighs> sorry. It was, it was, I think a lot of shell shock. Um, <clears throat> maybe a sense of disbelief, like, Holy cow, you're, you're actually doing this. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, after all the dust had settled, mm-hmm. And it's it's mind blowing now to think about it. But Danny and I have been in this for ten years now. Yeah. The same amount of time that my mom and Mike had their franchises for ten years. Interesting. Those ten years felt like two lifetimes. Wow. The ten years that you and I have been in it, it's gone by in the blink of an eye. Huh. Why? why do you think that, yeah, yeah. Why? But you, I think, just drinking water out of a fire hose yeah. for decades. Yeah. We're, he and I are both uh, heavily involved with our stores. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not owners of a company that just kind of sits at a desk and mm-hmm. barks orders and commands people to do things. <clears throat> I'm very in the trenches, uh, installations and sales and customer service stuff. And so I think just the day-to-day grind that exists, good or bad, you know, you're a parent, mm-hmm. you're a husband, mm-hmm. you're a business owner. There's no free, t- there's very little downtime. Yeah. You know, it's you wake up, you go to work, you get to come home, you get to play with your kids, your wife, and then Start the Restart, next thing yeah. the very next yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And so much of it just goes so fast and blends together. But um, I think much like Danny, it wasn't too long after they told us about it. You know, I was 22, 23. He's four years older than I am. And I think when you're young, you're very driven, yeah. you know, hungry. And you see, as he said, you see the opportunity that's there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the funny thing is both he and I, you know, when we were growing up and when we were younger, we, both of us wanted nothing to do sure. with windows. Yeah, yeah. You know, common. Yeah. we joke around <laughs> about sexy. it all the time. It's not yeah. sexy. Yeah. You know, it's where the money's made though. But when you're, when I mean, you're unsexy thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, but when you're in it and you guys would probably agree, you can sell a certain product, but you, you just like working with people, Yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and you have a really good product. You try to surround yourself with good people, um, but have loved Mm-hmm. Not every minute of it, but right. mm-hmm. a lot of it. Sixty yeah. forty. Yeah. 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 Did you guys, when you guys were going through that, what? I mean, I, I'm kind of curious what conversations went between you two. Like all of a sudden, uh, you know, people that you, you guys are looking up to, you know, what was that like? Kind of like, hey, yeah, like talk about this. Like this is a lot. This is heavy. You know, it, it was. Um, we the day that we were presented with that, I think everybody that was there kind of had shell shock because they had brought in their their managers that they had at all these different locations and some of the mid-level managers that that they had so everybody left that day kind of uh disoriented and like what what's going on this is this is crazy as as grave an opportunity as some of us have been presented with um it was just a lot to ingest so i remember within a few days he and i go to buffalo wild wings and we're sitting there having some beers talking about this Shout out Monday, brother nights. Yeah, be- before family yeah. and before life got <laughs> yep. before life hit hyperspeed. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. it, it was great while it lasted. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's we used to do that every single Monday night. That was our thing. Um, we go and kind of decompress and talk about business, talk about just whatever, whatever baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, so we're at we're at Buffalo Wild Wings one night, and I remember you know he and I were talking. I said we're we're best friends. He and I have been boys since day one. Awesome. We're four years apart. We're best friends first. Um, and I didn't want to, I didn't want this in whatever path it took to jeopardize or screw up mm-hmm. the relationship he and I had as brothers. Mm-hmm. So I said, I was like, if this, if the, I know what happens in some businesses when you go into partnerships sure. together, whether it's your best friend, a family member, or somebody that you just met, mm-hmm. uh, it's all roses when you start, but, right. but things can blow up. Mm-hmm. And if this ever comes between us being best buds, yeah. I'm out. I I will bail so that because to preserve that to say (laughs) that I'll go work somewhere else, but it couldn't be it couldn't have ended up farther from the truth. I think we talked about closer probably it did. I mean, way closer. We were we were best friends before, but being in the trenches together and making decisions and strategizing and navigating all of this for a decade. um, I think one of the fun things is too just naturally. I mean, your brother, um, you you know what makes that individual tick. You know hot buttons. You know things to. Pick your battles, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, Ten. I know Where do I if we're tag? talking about something and it's Danny's call, I'm like, okay. Yeah. And on the flip side, same thing with me. Yeah. And we we understand each other so incredibly well mm-hmm. that 10 years into it, um, knock on wood, but we have not had any extreme disagreements with anything. Do you think you guys were finally in tune to that stuff really early or it's gotten even more uh, in tune to after you guys have been in business together in this at this capacity? I think definitely after, after, you know, yeah. Also he and I were both so young that we never really had an opportunity to like work with each other before we Mm. were business owners. Yeah. But Mm. just naturally in the maturation process, as you grow perspective changes and Mm -hmm. maturity levels change. Yeah. This is crazy. This story, like stories like giving me chills because 
my younger brother. We're two years apart, but we have been like <clears throat> best friends inseparable our entire life. So you guys remind me so much of us. It's crazy. Do you watch wrestling growing huh? up too? No, we didn't. No. <laughs> we're not as cool. Did you, you didn't throw him off the cool top bunk like he did to me. Yeah, not quite as much testosterone as you guys, obviously. No, I'm just kidding. But um, I don't have the beard and stuff. I'm not that cool. But we always fought and stuff, of course, like legit fist fights and all that stuff. But then it ended once. Like I remember one point that ended. Um, we just like fought our, fought the hell out of each other and then we never fought again. And like we still haven't since then. But I, like my biggest regret in life is that there was this point in life where I was just really down mentally, really bad, like depressed. And that drove us, drove us apart enough that he moved wow. to a different state. And I'm, to this day, I'm like, we should have been fucking business partners and we should have been because we're like so cohesive. How, who else do you trust more than each other? Yeah. Yep. Zero. Bro. I don't trust anybody. Anybody. More than tape, my brother. Tate brothers, man. They're like, I actually they're heard. In jail together. Yeah. But, yeah. But, right. dude, I actually well, heard Andrew. I called my brother with this. They're, 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 yeah. Yeah. I called my brother with this because um, Andrew Tate was being interviewed. And if anybody doesn't like me for liking him, I don't care. But yeah. um, <clears throat> Andrew Tate said, someone's like, wow, you know, are you scared of like how out there you are and uh, things can get bad? He's like, dude, I know no matter how bad things get, they put me in prison, whatever. I always got my brother. Yeah. And I was like, shit, it's so true. Yeah, so good. That's you a know? road dog right there. Yeah, That's a road dog. But for real, then I yeah. called my brother after that and he's like, I saw the same thing, dude. <laughs> and I was like, that's, but that's the one thing I think about probably on a weekly basis that I'm like, it's never too late. Yeah, but it's tough now because he's yeah. thousands of miles away. I have two about to have three kids. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It just gets to a point where it's. Are you guys at a good place again? Oh, for sure. Yeah. We were never at a bad place. It was just like, I was distracted. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, from that relationship, I was distracted from. Tyson, it. do you have siblings? Yeah, I got a. Uh, I'm a lot younger, so my sister is 14 years older than I am. My brother is 13 years older than I am. Um, my brother Dang. and I are very look very similar, very similar. Like you guys, I mean, stature. I'm, I'm my stuff, super sexy. My, my body's a little tighter still than his. <laughs> yeah. if he's listening. He, no offense, but Same. I'm saying like people will mistake us all the time for each other. Uh, no hair. Awesome. But um, we never grew up together, so I didn't have any of that. Um, you're right, because you would have been in high school oh, or yeah. out of high school when yeah. you were in grade school. I, I essentially had two sets of parents. and then But I had a lot more access to my sister and brother because they're my brother and sister. Uh, and so it's just a little bit different dynamic. Oh, so your brother and sister are almost like another set of parents. For, yeah, for I quite a while in my life. <laughs> the first probably seven to ten years. And more of like a mentor, good mentor-mentee relationship growing up versus – chumming it up, you know? So, uh, I never had that specifically with them and, uh, they're just cause they're a lot older, but I do have my best friend that I, um, met in the Marine Corps. I was about to say, you have Marine brothers. Yeah. Yeah. He, him and I are like brothers and he and I meeting each other in boot camp, um, uh, end up having that same exact birthday with the same age. That's crazy. Wild. Like brothers from another <laughs> mother. Uh, he's an adopted fr- uh, child of our family basically. And, uh, so he's a, he's, he's a great, that's kind of a similarity that we have. Yeah. 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 Could you imagine going into business or doing anything business yeah. related with him? Actually, it's funny. Um, when he went through a kind of tough transition in his life, I introduced he he moved in with us for a month and a half or so and moved from you know, the East Coast in with us. And I made an introduction for him and he actually ended up going to work with this guy that uh, in real estate that he was doing in uh, New Orleans, almost put down well, this in New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we, we both are in real estate now and both own invested property and stuff. So I think there's just a matter of time until we do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially, I don't know if we could have done it early on because I think we both had some ego. I mean, I'll, I'll say I had an ego, I have ego issues at times. But then now that we've matured and things, I, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I think yep. it'd be really cool, a lot of respect, a lot of um, 
I don't know, it kind of gives me a hope of like, man, what, what would that even be like? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of cool. I think for people that haven't worked with a best friend or worked with yeah, a brother, yeah. you're always like, man, I would love to work with one of my best friends. I would love to do this. I would love to do that. And then we get to live it. Yeah, you know, that's we're, cool. We're super fortunate. Not only are we are we business partners, mm. but we're also brothers and we're best friends. Do you guys, yeah. do you guys really can you guys cool. turn it off? Is it just, does it ever not work and it's just, oh, yeah. bro, yeah. easy? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. We... It, <clears throat> I was gonna tip it. <laughs> we finished finish each other's sentences. Actually, do we, we do. just become best friends? Yeah. Uh, but like, for example, we're both we both love golfing. Uh-huh. We golf not as much as we would like, but it's kind of a rule of thumb. You know, we could both have a day from hell yeah. uh, on a weekday, and then if we go to league or something yeah. like that, gotta go. There, literally, there's no work talk. That's awesome. Whatsoever. We talk baseball. We talk golf. Whatever. It is. I think there's also a sixth sense that he and I both have that before. Like just, you can just sense like totally. he's not going to want to talk about this right now, even if you do, yeah. and vice yeah. versa. Yeah. But if you, even if we're, we could be back home in our small town in in, in our hometown in Iowa, and uh, on a on a Saturday drinking at you know one in the morning, and that <laughs> could also be the perfect time to talk about work. <laughs> I mean, like you never know. <laughs> Let true. me take some notes. I'm going to forget this in the morning. Just, that's awesome. So what have you guys? So you guys said the first 10 years working in the business or for the business. Now you're working Were you on working the business. you in it as well? I, so that was one thing I, we both, neither of us really <coughs> dovetailed into. Um, I'll tell my side and then Danny can tell yeah. his. Mm-hmm. I, so I went to college for two years at Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Um, f- uh, spring, freshman, sophomore year. I can't remember the exact years. Um, and when I... Uh, when I went to college at Iowa State, I worked at Best Buy hmm. and sold home theater equipment. Like mm-hmm. I loved it. I was really good at it. That was a uh, an easy uh, job to have where you could be passionate about if it's a hobby of yours. And a girl that I was dating at the time, I ended up moving back to Omaha um, and then ended up working at the Best Buy, actually just right up the street, hmm. Village Point. Yeah. And uh, for the longest time, Danny was saying, hey, you know, uh, we need sales reps. You should come and sell. And just in my mind, I'm like, I, I know nothing about windows. I know yeah. nothing about doors. I'm selling cool home theater equipment. Meanwhile, I'm making eight dollars and thirty eight cents <laughs> yeah, an hour. Selling, selling my soul. The store. Yeah. Selling my soul. Yeah. And um, and then it just finally got to the point. Honestly, the the icing on the cake for me was I went in for a review, and I'd been with Best Buy for like four, almost four full years at this point, hmm. and. Uh, because I transitioned from a different store and this whole corporate thing, uh, they were going to give me a raise where it's pretty much less than what new people they were hiring for. So somebody knew off the streets that they would, they would start out higher than what I was making because of corporate limitations. And so I remember that day I ended up calling Danny as like, Let's man. do it, man. Let's sling some Where do I sign? (laughs) So that's my story. And then I, I started selling, uh, April of 2010 was my first full month and just loved it. Yeah. You know, when you're a people person and yeah. if you have the salesmanship bone in your body, yeah, you can sell anything. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. And I credit, I credit, um, the staff that we have now, the sales staff that we have now, um, our extension of both of our personalities, yeah. our, our entire staff, we, I think we, you know, deliberately try to make an extension of our own personalities, but <laughs> yeah. That's part of your culture, right? I mean, yeah, it yeah. is. It's 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 everything with yeah. our culture. But uh, you know, when it comes to sales, has a has a inherently sleazy connotation around mm-hmm. it. The word sales, mm-hmm. but that's not who we are. It's not yeah. who he is. So you know, I think that 
that is one thing that sets us apart, our company and our sales approach and just the the interactions we have with yeah. customers. We we focus on relationships and not transactions because um, there's a big difference between the two, yep. but that's that's all him. Yeah. Um, I was I was super excited to have him. Yeah. I, knew, I knew he was he was getting you know just getting screwed at Best yeah. Buy and he could sell anything. Yeah. Uh, so when he came over, I was pumped because it's my best friend. Yeah, yeah. that's cool, man. Uh, I was on the back end doing. Uh, I graduated from Iowa State with an MIS degree, so management information systems. You're probably you know eighty percent of people that graduate with a degree like that. They're acting as in a maybe kind of a liaison position between developing and programming um, and management. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of that link between the yeah. two. Operation heavy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm analytical. I love breaking things down and, and putting them back together in ways that make sense. I like, I like dissecting things and understanding things. So I was, I started um, with a website overhaul, um, just improved a lot of our internal processes, helped yeah. out with that, then got involved in the, in the back end with the finances, the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really where, you know, I kind of found home base. And when we took, when we started the buyout process, we actually started managing the the stores that we had before we took ownership. We probably ran, <coughs> ran the stores for two or three years prior to owning them. Two years. Yeah. Two years. And kind of out of necessity, we, we, we had to let go of, or, or we just, um, we lost uh, the the people that we had in our uh, heading our bookkeeping department. Yeah. So somebody had to do it. And, you know, you talk about trust. You guys brought up the word trust a little while ago. I don't trust anybody more than I trust totally. him. And <laughs> it, that's mutual. And I think, man, you, with your, with your company books, um, you better have somebody in there who's, who's got a pulse on things <laughs> and who, who knows what's going on for sure daily. Um, and so we didn't have any of that. I hated accounting when I was in, when I was in school. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, absolutely loved it and just kind of stepped into that and just figured it out. Yeah. And I love it now because your, your books tell the story of your company. Totally. Right. Yeah. The whole thing. Cool. Numbers don't lie. So for yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's nerdy, but it, I mean, it really, it tells the story. I'm a story big tracker and analytical guy too. Um, I feel like you're not, I'm not, <laughs> no. And I definitely am. I like, I love the numbers too, but, um, I'm the action guy. I like to go. Let's let's get moving. I'm not, I have vision. Let's. I'll figure that out. I'll yeah. get there. Yeah. I'll just not be analytically. <laughs> I think that's important, though. You talk about yeah. strengths and weaknesses. You know, when you have a, a, a team, yeah, it's difficult if both of you guys are the same personality, totally. same type. Usually, because, it doesn't work because then you butt heads, yeah. right? Oh, no, it would. Yeah, you for know, sure. and they're he and I both complement each other yeah. in many different ways that it works out yeah. very, very well that way. For sure. At least we. <clears throat> yeah. So you guys have two two stores. Three. Three? Where are they all? Omaha, Wichita, Kansas, and then Springfield, Missouri. Nice. Okay. Oh, I thought it was St. Joe. Nice. Okay. No, so we... That's the newest one, right? It is, yeah. So Omaha and Wichita, that was part of our uh, parents' original franchise group. And then Window World Corporate reached out to us in uh, uh, late 2018 uh, and said, hey, there's an opportunity to, to buy the Window World in Springfield, and we think you guys would be a good fit for it. Oh, that's cool. So we jumped on it. Close enough, too. Yeah, it actually makes like a really perfect triangle with Omaha, Wichita, and Springfield. How much time do you spend uh, in, like at the stores individually? Me, not so much. A lot of the stuff I do, I I, I remote do from yeah, do from Omaha. Yeah, yeah. He's there a ton. He he rebuilt. I give him all the credit in the world. He he. We had a basically a gut job on our hands in the Springfield location um, when we took that. Just one dilapidated over. store and stuff, or what? 
you know the people. the the owner was 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 dealing with some health issues the the husband um and they also lived in Oklahoma City and so this was a remote store for them in the first place and i just think <laughs> i just think it kind of turned into a runaway train for them mm-hmm. at the end and Slipping. yeah so um when we went down there you know we tried to salvage what we could and ultimately it ended up being i mean we flipped just about every facet of it that you can think yeah. of, but he was, he lived down there virtually, yeah. you know, half of a, half of a full year. That's typically the bulk of, if the stores are up and running, doing everything that they need to, I typically go down once a month, once a quarter. But if I'm training a new, anybody, you, you gotta you, be, you live down there. Yeah. 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 But also they're super easy drives, uh, five and a half to Springfield, five to Wichita. I like the drives their own podcast. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> should, should it be on the on the top on the top in the uh, DACA is this one? Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. play your own podcast. Yeah. 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 God, you sound yeah. like an idiot yeah. on the radio, man. <laughs> it's true. Well, hey, funny question. Uh, do you guys like your <clears throat> let's call it your voices that you hear? Do they match what you think you I've sound been doing, like in your I've head? been doing video content, audio content for literally a decade. So I'm so used to it. I don't even notice it. <clears throat> so it doesn't bother me at all because I just kind of know exactly what I'm gonna sound yeah. like. So it doesn't bother me at all. The one thing that bothered me about two years ago I did is I learned to turn off all video on like my video content and listen, just listen. And I was like, God, I'm like so stupid how I'm talking and like all my little nuances I do with my voice, mm-hmm. that bothered me. And then turning off audio and just watching video, I was like, why am I doing all these little nervous habits and stuff? <laughs> I'm like picking out my shoe and what am I doing? You know what I mean? That bothered me, but then I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna be myself. Yeah, not worry yeah. about it. Yep. Just gonna be how I really am. You're always your own worst critic. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. But I'm so used to it now; it doesn't bother me. Does it bother you at all? Or no? uh, I also don't really watch my own stuff. Yeah, at all. So <laughs> I don't really know. I have done a, a few podcasts now, and that's a lot of the stuff we do for social media. That stuff doesn't bother me as much. But when I was doing the long form content, I was really taken aback by where I thought I had inflection in my voice versus where I actually had inflection in my voice was like, it was very odd to me. I was like, that is not, how would, how could somebody take away anything from like, like the cadence of the way I was talking? And so it was just different. I'm a pretty animated person by nature. And what did your wife say about your face? Oh, she goes, your face has closed captions. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, well, that's pretty sure. You know, you're going to know if, I'm, if you're okay in my world pretty quick by the yeah. frown or the smile on my face. Oh, yeah, I funny. love that. That's yeah, so, but I mean, I think that's really important is to be authentic. I mean, you can yeah. you can definitely polish up your, yeah. your your craft, but I think you want your personality and how you Agreed. are presented, or else you don't get anything real. Listen, on that similar note, in, there just about <clears throat> if we're hiring for, I would say primarily sales reps um, for our sales positions. Very rarely, if ever, will we interview. I'll, I'll typically have a conversation with somebody on the phone uh, to feel them out first. Mm-hmm. And if I think they're a good candidate, never bring them into the office. We'll go to Buffalo Wild Wings just to get in a casual, mm-hmm. easy, non-stuffy yeah, situation no to, yeah. to, to exactly yeah. reiterate your point. Yeah. It's like get people comfortable yeah. and see how they are when they're not trying to put on a show. They're totally. not trying to be somebody they're not. Yeah, Because um, you can fake an interview pretty easily. Super easy. You, know? yeah. you just want to see what they're like naturally. Yeah. Talk That's about your staff. It sounds like you've had to do a, quite a bit of turnover on a lot of the different facets what have you learned from the first two stores you're doing you know the growth and evolution of wichita and omaha to changing some things and revamping to uh missouri one thing that i'll say is um i'm not a i'm not a guarded person by nature right i'm 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 very trusting i also read people well um 
you know, I suck at a whole lot of things, but I'm good at reading people. And so <laughs> except I, in poker. I, except at poker. I'm not a good card player. I'm not a gambler. Uh, wish I was. But I'm not um, – I don't get fooled too often. Uh-huh. And uh, and we've gotten fooled uh, uh, yeah. a few times. And that, that was humbling, yeah. you know, because I'm sitting here in my own head like, nah, I, I, I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this right. Yeah. And uh, we've, gotten, we've gotten burned by a couple of people that were true – Proficient con artists, wow. interesting, interesting, probably sociopaths, but uh, it's that was one thing that um, was kind of humbling and but but in a good way and mm-hmm. I lesson I, right it's yeah it was a lesson, lesson learned yeah. um, I I think if you are if you're in business long enough in an ownership or management position it's really hard to not develop some level of paranoia like mm. like uh, at least a, a slight level of you know, if, if it's skepticism, just, Hey, guard, yeah, I'll be just a little yeah, guarded because yeah. you're trying to protect something. You're trying to protect a brand. You're trying to protect something you've built. Um, so I think early on we were probably maybe not as cognizant of, of mm-hmm. certain things that, you know, you get slapped and scuffed up a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't do it again. But by the time we got to Springfield, uh, I think he and I both, the, the first, the first two stores, were it was eight seven eight years of I mean it was really tough it took a toll on on us on our personal lives mm-hmm. um, and and professionally it was just it was a lot and I think we looked at that like okay that this is a great opportunity uh, but we knew the work that was going to be involved in it and he again all the credit he he did ninety percent of that store overhaul. Um, because he was the one that restaffed it mm-hmm. and trained yeah. uh, in person and uh, showed everybody the new processes. Mm-hmm. But the, I, I still think that by the time we got to that Springfield location, we, we had a blueprint. We knew exactly mm-hmm. what that needed to look like. If that was your first store. It would have been a disaster. It, it was tough. Yeah. Cause that's baptism by fire. The oh, first time yeah, around, totally. man, you, you like the, the amount of times we, we redid things. That didn't work we, next. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like scrap that. Yeah. Like we're going to start over on mm-hmm. that. By the time we got to Springfield, it wasn't an issue of, uh, not knowing how to do it or how to go about it. It was, it was like the daunting part, I think, especially for Bryce and he could speak to it, but I would assume was, whew, we're doing this again. Like yeah. just, yeah. just the, yeah. just the straight up workload. Oh, it yeah. wasn't like, we don't know how to do this. It was knowing the workload that was going to be involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One, one thing, yeah. one thing that did help Springfield and Wichita are eerily similar. We have one, one salesperson, one office staff, two install teams. Mm-hmm. So if you talk about a blueprint, you know, we have a blueprint that works very well in Wichita mm-hmm. provided the right people yeah. are right. in place. Mm-hmm. So we had to try our best to mimic and, and replicate that, um, in Springfield, but we say all the time, anytime we hire anybody, our guards are up throughout the interview process because our businesses are us and they're an extension of our family. You, you really do have to let your guard down to, to allow Mm. somebody to come in and work for your company. Totally. And, um, you know, we've been burned many, many times. So the, the hard part, um, you know, we joke around all the time. There's, two things that we hate in this business is hiring and firing people. And I, I dislike hiring more than I dislike firing because you have to go through that entire like vetting process. Mm. And And no matter how good your vetting process says, you never hope they work out, right? You know, crazy. Yeah. And that's, we've been let down. And so it's like, as Danny said, 
Here we go again. Mm-hmm. We got to go through this whole song and dance again to interview. Hopefully we, we get really good applicants. Yeah. They hit, they interview well and then we hire them. We hope they can learn well mm-hmm. and, and train mm-hmm. fast and stuff like that. Doesn't always work out that way, but we've been pretty fortunate. Mm. The intangibles are hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah. They really you know are. what I mean? I did like my uh, parents owned a bunch of restaurants and they didn't when I was growing up, but they were always in restaurants. So when I turned 18, I started running restaurants <clears throat> And I probably hired, I was thinking about this a couple months ago. I probably hired a total of like 400 people over my career there. And what I learned through all that is you never know. Literally, no it's 50 50. Yeah. No matter, probably, I don't even know what the, maybe it is 50 50. But I remember so many times I would like hire out of desperation. And I'd be like, oh, worst. God, I know this person isn't going to work out. Yep. Yeah. But you had yeah. to fill up. And I'd hire them, yeah. and they would kill it. They crush it. And you're like, what? You get surprised. It's almost like your expectations it. are so low, they're easy to exceed. And then they'd be like, become a manager and work their way up. And yep. I was like, what? And then sometimes I'm like, this guy's got it. Yep. He's got a crush. And he's lazy. doesn't do anything. <laughs> In there, like, man. The yes. Yeah. And so I, I, after a while, I was just like, I'd be like so over it. And I'm hiring more vol. It was like more volume for um, restaurants. So it wasn't like a super important hire, so to speak. Yeah. So I'd be like, if they were like, if I was super excited about them, I'd almost be like, I probably shouldn't hire them. Yep. That's like my new mental state. And I did all these trainings and have them take all these exams and personality tests. And I just never found like a, the thing. And the more I got into it, the more I was like, you're just going to gamble no matter what. Yep. You do all the things to get out, get out the crazy people, get out the psychotic people. You can yep. filter through some of that. Mm-hmm. But after that, yeah, that's something that's, that's, that's really <laughs> interesting because the, for the first, I don't know, five or six or seven years, handful of years, it, me personally, I took everything professionally and work related so personally yeah Mm, yeah. um if a vendor was upset if Mm -hmm. a customer was upset if an office member was upset because again it's your baby and it's your business that you think feels like it's you that that they don't like you you know and uh it's taken time but i no longer like it really sucks if you hire somebody and oh they're gonna be the bomb and then they're terrible right you're firing them the second day uh (laughs) I've learned to not take that personal, that aspect personal anymore. Whereas in the past, I'd, I'd probably get down on myself mm-hmm. and God, why did I make an idiot hire? Yeah. But I think we're all old enough now and we've been at it long enough to know people that yeah. you can get uh, blinded pretty easily because they can. People are good. Take it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually learned, if you guys, anybody here ever watched the show, The Traders? No. The no. what? Best show of all time. What? Okay? Really? It's called never, The Traders. Never even heard of I'm it. so into this oh. show. It's not even funny. Where's, what, 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 it's the, on Peacock. Okay. Yeah, it's like one of those rare shows on a random yeah, Peacock's random. To it's me. like a currently playing yeah, show. It just finished. Okay. okay. By the way, Entourage is the greatest show of all time. You haven't seen the Traders yet. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't know. Hold my beer. Entourage is a great show. But the Traders is like a reality TV show, but they have a group of I want to say fifty people ish. Half of them are famous people. Half of them are random people. They all start off the day in a circle, and the guy who hosts it picks three of them to be traitors in the group. No one knows who it is. Okay, Like a mole. As the okay. viewers, you know who the traitors are. Traitors. The traitors, yeah. Got it. Not trading, like yeah. they're a traitor. Yep. Yeah. So as the viewers, you know who the traitors are, uh, but no one else there does. And if there's anything I learned from that show, you guys should definitely watch it so I won't say anything else about it, it's that no one knows when people are lying. No one. All these people in the show keep thinking they got it. Like, I know exactly who it is. They did this little thing. All these little things they think they know. Oh, yeah. And no one was ever right. Ever right on the show. It was crazy to watch. I was like, this. It had, I had an epiphany watching it. I was like, people don't know when people are lying. Yep. 
people have no clue. Yep. Did, you, did you just kind of lose faith in humanity after watching? <laughs> Dude, like, I, did, I, I lose faith in people. I lose faith in people saying like they can tell when someone's lying 100. Like, yeah. Oh, I know when someone's lying because yeah. that's they did this whole show and then they get fooled and they never know. Yeah. Or you funny. know they they catch a they ended up catching like one of them. That's it in this whole show. And they just skate through. Kind of the, the ending is way different. Like it's the way they ended it is pretty cool. But um. Yeah, it just got it just got renewed for another season. I was like, yes, I'll have to check that out. It was the most like I don't really get into TV shows that much, but the human psychology. Yeah, I got into this show big time. I was like into this show. Um, It was super cool. Anyway, you should watch it. But that just made me that show made me realize was like, and it reminded me of hiring people. I was like, yeah, you never know. Well, you went through a lot of it when you were when you when your parents had the restaurant. Yeah, um, and and you were in that position and like what you control the controllables as best you can, and then you prepare like use. 80% 80% of your energy to prepare for that unknown stuff that, all right. My know. dad always said, hire, hire fast, or hire slow, fire fast. Like you said, second day you get rid of them. That's like what you have to do, kind yeah. of. I almost, you know pretty quick. Yeah. I yeah. almost thought, mm-hmm. too, that to the same cadences, you can do all the prep work, that take the, the personality test, but, I mean, you probably are just as good just on your gut feeling, getting yeah. one good conversation with them. Like, yeah. I mean, like, for example, Bryce mm-hmm. and I met through a mutual friend, and I'm like, just good vibe, good, you know, good juju. Yeah, like, your cocaine dealer? Yeah, yeah, the bad guy. The cocaine <laughs> dealer. We were there with me, the mob. Um, I'm sorry, I said that line, but uh, no, but you know, you just get a good vibe. Like, I want, I could hang out with that person. Totally. Like, I could, yeah. I want, I could learn something from that person. They glean uh, knowledge or like, you know, uh, professionalism. You can kind of tell that right away. Versus like, well, let's go through the rigmarole. I got to have you take this personality test. I mean, that to me You're at right. times, I'm just like. Because I've hired a handful of people and, and, and done performance evaluations in the military and yeah. stuff like that. And you're just like, I'm pretty sure I would have been just as good. It's like, no, you're, you're not. I can tell there's you. something off about something you. Off, yeah. 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 When you think about it, too, we're, we're all professionals. We're at the age now where you, much like us, we, we get introduced through other people. Yeah. Yeah. So next thing you know, you know you're in high school. You got, your like group of, you got your group of five guys. And then you get a job after college. And now you've got 15 guys in your yeah. group expands. Yeah. But you always encounter a friend of somebody that you're friends with, mm-hmm. but that's all they are because you go up to them and you're like, it's not a good vibe. Like I, mm. I, I definitely, if, if this individual wasn't here to bring us both yeah. together, I wouldn't kick it with you. Yeah. You know, right. like, no, that's true. Yeah. Like, that's a weird feeling. And then, huh? and then they go to the bathroom and you're like, and you're like uh, <laughs> how do I get out of this? <laughs> when it's over. Yeah. yeah. That's but that's of, that thing. Like that's kind of how I feel right now. They, <laughs> they <laughs> might, they might've crushed it in a personality test. Yes. Right. Yes. <clears throat> they're they're pushing this persona yeah. as to who they want to be, not mm-hmm. necessarily who they are yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Or who That's they want true. you to think they are. Yeah. 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 So That's really true. I, curious is, uh, you know, being entrepreneurs and then business owners where you guys are right now, when you guys, I mean, is it still a full go on the weekend too? Are you guys able to just like, hey, no, it's Friday. Hey, I, I have family time. I have hobbies, friends. I'll come back to that on Monday. Or does it carry over quite a bit? You want to start are you guys open on the weekends? Yeah. Oh, you are. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I, I was, yep. okay. Yeah, Saturdays. All right. Saturdays. A couple hours. Um, I keep kind of weird hours. I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I don't have a family right now, okay. so I'll I'll come in later and work later. You uh, open yeah. up for blind dates, or we start? Is that what you need to be on the lookout? Uh, <laughs> hey. Speed dating. I'm still licking some wounds, but you know, soon, <laughs> soon, soon. You know, maybe. Um, so is Dana. It's okay. <laughs> Really? Dana just looking at someone, so get in another podcast. <laughs> we'll do a, uh, another. Uh, yeah, we'll do a side, side podcast side. later. Yeah. There's yeah. a matchmakers one right yeah. down there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, I, you know, I, I, I'm there for half of the day that 
while people are there. And then I, I've got, um, and this is not preferred. Like I, I genuinely want to and need to get my schedule adjusted. But, um, but the way, honestly, candidly, the way it is right now, you know, I'm there for, I'm there with the staff for like half of the time I'm there. And then I've got the evening where it's quiet and I can just hammer through stuff. Uh, Why is uh, that bad? When no one's around. I don't want, I just don't want that, that schedule, that daily routine. I, yeah. I want to, I've never been a morning person. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a night owl through and through by okay. nature. And, um, so that I, I do in my, in my mind, I do, I'm on, I'm, I'm at my sharpest like later on. Yeah. Mm. Um, but that's not super conducive to, you know, being a business owner, being, being a small business. I want to, yeah. you know, you want to have as much time as you can with your staff. Yeah. And I'd rather not, you know, blow my nights at the office, Yeah. but they're, to your, to your question, there's, you know, there's a lot of times where if I don't have to be somewhere, especially in the winter time when it's cold out, I'll go in on Saturday and just knock some stuff out and yeah. it's, it's chill. There's no, no, yeah. nobody around. You can, yeah. you can get a ton of stuff done. Can. I, I, I used Focus to say you can get more, f- more done from five to 8 PM than you can from eight to five because there's nobody. Yeah. There's it's no like phone the whole calls working on your business instead of in it. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those deals. I, yeah, I, agree. I, th- I think, uh, me personally, there, unless I have to go out and meet an installer or a sales rep or something like that on a weekend, mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of things that really yeah. uh, force me to do that. But yeah, I, you're, you've got yeah, yeah. That's and I, you know, there's there's um, once you become a, a parent, yeah, home is almost you look forward to it because yeah. if you do yeah. have a stressful day and shit's hitting the fan uh-huh. and you know you're dealing with things left and right. Going home and seeing a three and a half year old little girl and oh, a yeah. one year old little girl, they don't know what your day was like. Yeah, but you get to go home. Is that how old your kids are? Yeah, same age as mine. That's crazy. <laughs> What's up, dude? my man? <laughs> my man. Welcome to life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, that's funny, dude. So it's a good, it's a good uh, letdown. Yeah. walking in that door. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, I, I will say sorry. Oh yeah. Sometimes for me, it's actually the opposite. It'll oh. be like I'll be like, not the opposite, but I'll be like stressed out. My wife stay at home, so it's like stressed out, doing all the stuff. My mind's still on it a little bit, and then I'll come in and I'll be like, "Oh, now I got to do all these little routines, and I got to help, and I got to be the person here." Sometimes it's not a lot down. Sometimes it's more like a continuation for me. And don't get me and wrong. Try to shut it off, hard yeah. to shut it off. Yeah, and yeah. don't get me with COVID. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, thankfully, I did. Thankfully, I didn't have. Um, <laughs> Grade school kids, yeah, that, that had to be homeschooled. Yeah. Oh my god! Because I have friends that did that, and they couldn't no. wait oh. to get the hell out of the house. Right? Yeah. They wanted. To, that's I was gonna. I was gonna talk about water cooler. Oh yeah. oh yeah. You don't realize how much you miss talk hopping into somebody's office and yes. talking to them for five minutes until you can't do it anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah. But god, I think a true. lot of businesses also realized how much people are capable of getting done mm-hmm. when they don't have water cooler talk. Yeah. And how yeah. how efficient they can be when they're at home with no distractions than than everything else it's just fascinating how much pros and cons of those scenarios where it's like okay so now we're not in the office now said said employee can hide a little bit you know they looks like you might be pretty productive but then really there's no really oversight you know Uh, but then you bring back to the office like are you working at all like you know oh i got it all done or i was like oh we need to pile more stuff on your plate then you know it's just it's fascinating like that but one thing that i've tried to do because i think with real estate, sometimes it can kind of just go on forever unless you stop it mm-hmm. through the day. Totally. Yeah. If I'm going home, my goal at times is one, my wife stays at home as well. And I just like, okay, hey, I need to be, I can't stop giving what I've already given to everybody else today when I go home. They deserve yeah, just as much point. of me as anybody else, yeah, if not more. 
So I really try hard. I mean, one crossing the threshold into my house, it's, it's, there's no, you can't say, Hey, don't come get me yet. Kids don't, don't, (laughs) don't ask me to help yet. My wife, you know, whatever. Give me an hour. Yeah, yeah. you don't get that. Crack a beer out of the fridge. Yeah, go, right. That's the, I'll recline. see you in an hour. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for you know, <laughs> the dinner up. That's all good. But what I do try to do is, if I need to, I'll take five minutes, decompress, quiet, or just some music, or turn on a song or something that I know can kind of flip my mind away from this. And if I need to, if there's a couple text messages, shoot off. I will not yeah. be hanging over me. That way, it's not distracting dinner. But I'm able to come into the house with a refreshed attitude yeah. towards who I'm. You know, yeah. being in front of. Well, that, that's all the time. That that's that's. I have a, I have a legit question for all three of you guys, and you, you know, Tyson, you kind of started it. Yeah. Um, I don't have a family. You guys do. I value and need some downtime, some alone time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, just to sit around and think, and oh, just yeah. to mm-hmm. decompress and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. And I don't mind being alone. Yeah. Uh, when you have a family, you know, you, you're, it's tough. That's it's not tough. your call really, uh, <laughs> yeah. in a lot of ways, right. I would assume. So yeah. for each one of you guys, what, what do you do? Like, what's the thing that you make sure you do every day that's mm-hmm. like just, just yours? Um, I don't really. I'm going to be honest. Well, in our family, really, not every day. My wife always jokes, she's like, well, no one poops alone in our house, you know, because like kids are everywhere all the time. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, young yep. kids, like, no, doors are always open. Wait, what? Are you, you don't do anything? Even if they're closed, they, they don't open, 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 open the doors. Yeah. Daddy, here you go. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Privacy buddy. Or like, yeah. what, like, to I don't ma- like the, I have the mechanism you have to just to maintain your sanity. Not that your family is like making you insane, but you know what I mean. No, well, let me let. I'll, I'll, so you go. Yeah. I'll for for me, for example, um, get home. I typically get home at six. My wife, she's um, dinner is close to being. She picks up the girls and gets home before I do, so she starts that process. Um, we eat dinner. Uh, dishes, playtime, seven o'clock. If it's bath night, then mm-hmm. we take baths, mm-hmm. and then that that process mm-hmm. that is bedtime. That's the most beautiful from process. seven until maybe some nights nine o'clock. Um, there is no making sure we we do something. Mm-hmm. I think for 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 my wife Jules, uh, it's whatever free time we have after the girls go down. Yeah. Um, then it's quiet time. Yeah, and one hundred percent. Now so, they're saying that same. We're here. so busy. <laughs> Uh, you know, you, you get to work first thing, you work all day, you come home, there is no breather. Yeah. There is literally no breather until that last door closes and stays shut that then you can just like, that is the time. And you guys are about two years apart away from that. My daughter's six, almost seven. Once you hit about four and a half, five, when they're pretty much not necessarily independent, but they can kind of self-contain for an hour. Watch show, play by themselves, whatever. Yep. That's when we notice my wife and I. A little more freedom. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Every house we've lived in, we have a designated like room where there's no TV. It's just a couple of chairs. And that's kind of the, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to go in there, have a glass of wine together, or yep. coffee in the morning, whatever that time is. But allows us to kind of recheck it. Hey, this is a, this is just a conversation. I love that. How's your day? The room is primed for just kind of relaxation in terms of, hey, my focus is on you. Yep. My phones are away. Daughter's, you know, with an earshot. She knows we're okay. And we're just kind of checking in. Yep. And we haven't had that. We have a one-and-a-half-year-old now, so we haven't had that for a while. But that was really good. So I encourage you guys to do that. Um, hard workouts, too. Yeah. Like, especially early morning. Hard I work workouts. out in the morning. I work out at 5.30, uh, four days a week. That's huge. Um, so it's that is actually mad. I'm a morning person. And then I and to me, mentally, I'm a, I'm a big fan of – getting action early. Uh, and so what, when that happens for me, I've already hit 
uh, multiple wins. I'm up before the sun. I beat the sun up out of bed. I uh, already engaged and removed my body. Um, I'm already, uh, I'm already, you know, thinking about the rest of the day and how I can be better because I've already been done something in the morning. So that's really big for me. I, I 100% agree. If I work out, and I don't do it every morning. No, yeah. and that's because like if I don't work out or do it at 5:30, I can't do it. Because then it's Mr. Window. Well, everybody's, everybody's awake. Yeah. Got to get everything going, and then you got to get in the office. Got to mm-hmm. get shit going for work. Yep. So for me, if I'm not there by, if I'm not working by five five thirty, it's over at that point. Yeah. Um, so, but if I do that, those are my best days. Yeah, for by sure. Far. And I and I, my ability to be mentally engaged for the entire day on point exponentially more. I've told point. him the exact. I work out in the mornings too, and I've told Danny. We'll get you there, Danny. That, yeah, it's gonna happen. I haven't seen a gym for a decade. <laughs> That's honest. I'm just being honest. The only time That's it's been dark in the gym is at night, and I've yeah. been there. You know. But no, it's uh, if if I don't. And depending on how long you've done it, it's like that's my coffee in the morning. Yep. If I if I don't exercise or work out in the morning, um, I can have thirty energy drinks. There's nothing that replicates yeah. getting nothing. your body going. Mm-hmm. And like, kind of to your point, Tyson, you're sharper at eight o'clock in the morning than you are at any point in time throughout the day after getting the workout yeah. stuff. To your point, Danny, if I work out the night before, I feel the same as if I work out in the morning. Mm. Personally. If I do a really hard workout at night and go, I pass out first off because you just sleep so good because you just worked out so hard. Yeah, I feel just as sharp in the morning if I do that. Really? So I, I ha- if I do one or the other, but nighttime just hard. Be- now I used to only work out at nights because mm. I'm a little bit more of a night owl too. I used to only work out between. I would go to work out like eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve every night, every single night. That's what I would do. Gym's mm. empty. Yep. I would plug into the gym stereo. I wasn't supposed to plug into it and play our speakers, <laughs> and I would just go work out in the gym and have the. Music going? I remember doing that in college. Yeah. 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 It's because I didn't have family. Night workouts were nice. I didn't have that in college, too. I couldn't do that today. Nothing like taking pre workout at one in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) Just be wired. Yeah. Yeah. All my skin is a tingle. Yeah. Yeah. But I would do that and I would feel the same off of that versus early mornings. But now I just, for my life, I have to do it. I do think it's important. It's a great question in the sense that if you can't answer it or at least you're not, you're not contemplating, you're, you're probably missing the boat. Yep. Because it is something as a growth of being a, a leader. That is extremely important to be able to work on yourself and be yeah. hyper aware of your own self that what you need to feel the feel the yeah, engine. Yeah, totally. You know, I think be- that's a great question. My best buddy, he's a he's a he's got a lawn care business out in, he's right here. in the Des Moines area. Best buddy. Another buddy. <laughs> I got. Oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, I'm the real best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another ride or die. Yeah. Good hey, shout out, Rats. So you. this is yeah, this guy been. He was he was my age and my oh, yeah. my school buddy. Okay, best yeah, friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Since since we were four. In oops, sorry about that. Um. So he's got a lawn care business out in the Des Moines area, and and he's he's in the fourth year of it, so it's still pretty early on, and, yeah. and you know that's you know everything's happening at lightning speed. He's got two kids, uh, two kids and a wife, and you know they um, he just doesn't have a lot of time to himself, like like all you guys, anybody who's got a family, yeah, you know, it's tough. You, you don't get a lot of free time. You throw kids with sports in there, it's sports, oh yeah. Oh, dude, I can't even imagine. And, and they're, and they're <laughs> of that age, you know, so they're, yeah. they're running kids all over for, yeah. for athletics and everything. And we had a chat and, uh, um, I could tell that, that he just, he was just running on fumes. And mm-hmm. I was like, do this. I was like, I don't, who, where do you eat every day? Yeah. Do you, do you eat with your, with your crews when you're out and about? I was like, if you don't do anything else, go to Subway and sit by yourself yes. mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just like tune out. Don't yep. don't put don't put your headphones in. No. Don't listen to music. Just like sit down and mm-hmm. breathe yep. and think, and yep. or don't think. Yeah. But just like ha- just have some serenity, some quiet, yep. some right. you time. Because like 
you, you'd be surprised how much you can recharge yourself uh, in 20 minutes when you're not talking to people, when you don't have stimuli. Point. I do yeah. that every day no matter what. Too. And actually that you said, I do that I do in the car. way more often than I thought I did. Yeah. There's, there's a funny picture and I saved it on my, it showed up on my time hop from a year ago and it was a, it was a meme and it was something like, does it work? Like, does the work day ever hit your ass so hard that you drive home with the volume on mute the whole way home? Yes. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And then you don't even realize that you got back. Oh, yeah. You're like, I got back. Or it's on, a, on, a, it's on a, um, the Spanish channel. You don't even realize don't even, it. Don't even realize it. <laughs> How are they always yep. stuck yeah. here? Or it's one of those things where you're driving and you totally forget about what you just traveled past. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you don't even know how you got to your house. Yeah. yeah, you're like, oh, dang. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I hope thing. I paid attention, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What are you guys looking forward to most? Like, what's the, like, you guys just opened Springfield. What's next for the Window World stuff? We're closing them. <laughs> We're closing them down. We're done. Yeah. No, I, I, I ask. I think yeah. convincingly there are no, at the present time, there are no ambitions or desires or wishes to grow our footprint oh, okay. anymore. That's interesting. Um, with another market. With another market, yeah. Yeah. I think. Expand where you're at. Family-wise, family it's hard to travel. It's hard to be totally. gone. Yep. And we, we, me personally, and our family, we're not to the point yet where it's athletics and stuff like that yeah. every weekend and every weeknight that mm -hmm. as a father, like you want to be there. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something that's really uh, going to have an impact on that. But I think just with where we're at professionally, yeah. you know, and where we are, we'd rather try and be as proficient and as good with the stores that we have yeah. rather than stretching ourselves thin totally smart. Yeah, and opening yeah. up other markets. So yeah. you have a, you, you know, there's still, more sunshine out there to get in terms of market share. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And I think too, in, in our industry and, and be curious to, to hear what you guys have to say. We got a, a buddy that we just talked to in commercial on the commercial side. Um, I feel like our industry is kind of just now over the past three, four months, finally starting to normalize a little bit mm. from huh. a, from a consumer spending standpoint from a supply chain standpoint, mm. it was it was absolutely bonkers oh, for was a year and a half. For uh, sure. Stuff that stuff that normally would take two weeks was taking four, five, six months. Long, <laughs> longer than that. Yeah, longer yeah. than that. Yeah, in but some just, cases. yeah, a whole gamut. And That's so, cool. you know, I, I think on the front side of COVID, you had uh, like our economy was people were spending money like like it was lighting on fire. Yeah, I mean, Light, it was literally. insane. Money it was weird. people were free and. And we benefited from that, like a lot of businesses did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we talked about it. We're like, there's going to be an equal and op equal and opposing force on the back end of this. And my and that's mm. what I thought. And <clears throat> I said, this isn't going to last. This is great right now, mm -hmm. but our industry will will have its challenges sooner than later. And, and it did, huh? Yeah, it did. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we saw the hangover, the COVID hangover, an, an economic one anyway, um, you know, probably from – you know, 20, most of 2022, a large part of 2022 Started was pretty December rough. of 21. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of 2022 was rough. And that's when a lot of supply chain stuff started. I'm sorry, not then. 20, like Q3 into Q4 of 2022, I feel like is when a lot of the supply chain stuff started to kind of normalize. Mm. Uh, their orders got smaller. Demand got a little bit lighter. And now we're in this weird, kind of going back to your question, like what's next? I'm thinking not like big, big picture life goal stuff yet. I'm like, I want to see what this looks like when we really do get back to kind of what somewhat resembles a baseline again, Yeah, because it's been so that's true up and down and mm -hmm. crazy. Like, 
kind of need to reestablish what the yeah. baseline is and isolate, see what that looks like. Isolate 2021 and 22 and just yeah. throw it, throw throw it away. away. Yeah. Never Analytics are irrelevant yeah. from that. Yeah. 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 yeah, you can't use a, that's true. <laughs> I, I would agree 100%. Similar, similar with, yeah. with real estate, yeah. Yeah, we are established. How, I mean, however, we've been talking about this constantly. Everybody, all the experts, everybody was saying, everybody was saying 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, Every single year was going to be the biggest crash we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're in the biggest boom we've ever seen in our freaking lives. Yeah, 20, yep. 2021 was the biggest year. 2022 was the second biggest year. And they're going to say 2023 will be the third biggest year of real estate they've ever had. I think it's going to be bigger than last year. Now, you? you're talking. From like anecdotally. But you're talking wild, isn't it? gross gross sales or number of homes sold. Because uh, it, it would have to be volume. It'd be, uh, it'd be uh, gross sales. Sales, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but like just as an anecdotal experience with how the market is in certain areas, not yeah. all, everywhere like this. Yeah, me and my wife, we put an offer on a house, sixty-five thousand above asking, and I waived everything on it, waived inspection, all that kind of stuff, put appraisal gap in there. We didn't get it. We didn't get the house. Yeah, you're still wow. seeing really, so really that's aggressive pretty wild. stuff. Yeah, it is. And everybody was like, interest rates are going to crash it. So, interest, real estate's weird because nobody really knows. Exactly what's going to happen with it, you know? And, well, so, in, sorry, I, mean, no, yeah, I think Omaha yeah. is a, um, uh, property taxes notwithstanding, because they're a joke. They are a joke, yeah. But it's uh, overall the cost of living when you compare a lot of other larger uh, areas that are, point. that are around yeah. here. It's a, for the most part, yeah. we have good education. Yeah. Great um, education, yeah. Uh, and so it's really landlocked. If Omaha wants to continue to grow, Elkhorn's bought up. Yep. You yep. know, it's Bennington and Gretna, Gretna and then Waterloo. Yep. So I think it's probably a, a race to the finish with development. Yes. It is still. Yeah. Yep. I was kind of, I kind of liked what you said, Danny, on like your goals. I actually it was refreshing for me to hear someone be a little bit more, um, I don't want to say realistic, but real. Like I feel like everybody else that talks about their goals are like, push it. Yeah. Just go so far. Massive. Yeah. I'm going to do this, going to do this, going to do this. But sometimes I feel like it's like, get what you got going and make it solid first. Yeah. Before you do all this Continue expansion. Continue to solidify right? the base. Yeah. yeah. I like that too. Yeah. Get that. Like real estate is kind of what people do that. They're like, they're real estate agent here. They do good amount of business. Like I'm going to go to a new market. And it's like, you only have half a percent of your current market. Yeah. yeah. You know Saturate what I mean? that first. Yeah. yeah. Does that happen a lot? Do you have people? Yeah. Well, yeah. Really? All the time. I guess <clears throat> uh, naivety. I always thought that if you were a, real, a realtor, in Omaha, Nebraska, you don't really try and branch out and go He's into talking other about, They'll be a team model. Yeah. Like, they'll do their yeah. systems and processes, hire someone in a different area to run it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Or they'll try to adjust and go to a different uh, price point market, and they're like, I'm going to go dominate this market. That's never... I mean, you're still... There's still a lot of business to be had in the market you're in. Yeah. There's yep. still a lot. Yeah. Most people are way undersaturated. Yeah. How the- does it work in intra-business, uh, like with you guys? Is there healthy competition amongst... The um, yeah. real estate agents that are in here, you know what? I mean, actually, I, I would, I would, I don't think about anything. Me either at all. Um, I have zero interest in being part of competitions for anything. Like you know, they try to do that in some of these offices, and to me, it to motivate. Be, I have. I don't just, feel competition with anybody else. No, and I, I mean, yeah. to me, I'm. I just is, is irrelevant and does not register for me. Yeah, and I'm a really competitive guy. Yep. Same, but yeah. me, it's more intrinsic. I have to kick my own butt. You motivate yourself. Yeah, yeah. or. If you partner with a really good person, you're like, hey, I think you're underserving yourself here. And that that would motivate me. But if you're trying to motivate me off of material, it ain't working. Yeah. yeah, but I can think, like, I guess your For question, me. like, if you're going like, oh, this guy's doing this yeah. type of thing, 
I think that motivates certain people. Me, I don't even look at it. Yeah. I don't even look at what they're doing. Yeah. Like I don't don't care at all. It's there's just so much there's just so much out there mm-hmm. that if you you need to be a Analyze what you're doing, whether it's working or not. There's this age, uh, agent that I actually originally learned stuff from, how to get started. Uh, he's in Arizona, and he said real estate is the biggest smoke and mirrors industry of all time. So you really never know how, what someone's doing anyways, and they could act like they're doing Or you could see someone that's like, dude, they're crushing it, but then you figure out their dad gave them all the deals. Or you figured out yep. that they got a... It, uh, or they pay, yeah, they or they pay for $25,000 a month on Zillow leads. They're no, making thirty grand, but spending 25000 Yeah, yeah. So just whatever. You know what I mean? You know? yeah. So you never, you never really know yeah. how someone's doing. That's why I don't care. What about, honestly. what about, you know, we, we talk about our sales goals and the metrics that we track, yeah. um, number of leads that we run versus yeah. how many of lead, those leads oh, yeah. that we Convert. close. Yep. Your bosses, I don't know that just the us. hierarchy yeah. within yeah. Um, Keller Williams, but do you have people... Uh, that are above you that come down on you guys no. discussing why didn't you close this lead no. or we're on bosses yeah, 100% to 99 self employed yeah. got it yep so, so this is a yeah this is a franchise model and we just hang our license here in order yep. to operate independently interesting yep. yeah so we had, they really it's kind of weird but uh Keller Williams basically has nothing to do with our businesses other than the fact that we yeah, use the name know, yeah there's a little bit of liability broker, of, liability the broker checks our contracts stuff like that it's about make it. sure we're doing things correctly and compliance is in order yeah uh, legal stuff. It's more like legal stuff is really what it is. Are all of them like that? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All real estate agents that way. You can be part of teams. Yep. And then there's also, there's a couple models like Redfin's a little different. Yeah, you're like an employee there. Employee right? there. Yeah. So, but mostly it's all independent contractors. Yeah. Gotcha. And that's what, that's the problem with most people getting real estate is they're used to having some kind of structure and someone telling them what oversight, to do. Oversight. Oversight. Mm-hmm. Real estate, there's no structure. You just got to get in and figure you out your own structure. Yeah. 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 And so that's why it has such a massive fail rate. I mean, 90-something percent of agents, this guy included, <laughs> Ouch. fail in the first three years. You know? Well, they just don't, or they don't it's want like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. You beat the odds big yeah. time. Find your calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's got a massive dropout rate. And it's just because, one, it's one of the most competitive markets to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, how many agents are there in Omaha? 3,000 active, 5,000 total. Really? So you got 5,000 technical licensed agents here, and right? 250 houses that came out of sale this in the last seven days. Or two, that's it. 250 houses. Yeah. And over half of them are sold within seven days. <clears throat> and basically, mm-hmm. the top 50 people are doing everything. Yeah, 50 to 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are doing everything. Yeah, yeah. Nine, not 10, even. It's like 90 10. 10. Yeah. And so you got thousands of people that have their license struggling that are making zero money. Yep. You know what I mean? And it costs money to keep your license. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's a very feast or famine yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and it, so it's kind of like a. Like, I remember getting into it. You see people, like, it's funny. I would see people doing, like, our production. Mm-hmm. And I would think, oh, my God, those guys got it figured out. Those guys are awesome. And now I'm like, dude, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know? Yeah. What am I doing here? Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's an interesting industry for sure. It's very, like, if I, if I don't know everything I know now, probably wouldn't be the industry I picked. Uh, but now I just, my whole decade of knowledge is based yeah. around it. And I, I know how to do it. you could say that about Probably so many true. things. Ignorance is bliss sometimes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You know, and honestly, and I think that's, that's what it should be because you wouldn't go after things. Yeah. The, the ignorance allows you to take the risk because yeah. at, at that point, it's not a risk. It's like, well, shit, we'll figure it out. Yeah. You I'm know? so glad I did pick the industry. Oh, same. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, and being self employed, being a business owner, you are the maestro of your own destiny kind of thing. You yeah. Know? yeah. Master your own if you destiny. screw up, it's on you. It's on you. Do well. It's on you. And you get to pick yourself back up the next day. Yeah. yeah. No, you don't you have to pick, well, I'm going to go look for a new job tomorrow. It's not really, you know, something that awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's have you true. always had a partner? Have you? No, we no. neither of us. Neither Both of us. us were, so I'm from South Dakota. Um, 
and both of us had like really similar size businesses, similar setup. We got we got clients different ways, but he was here and I was in Rapid City, yeah. South Dakota. So we were just similar. And I was moving here because my whole family moved and they're here basically. Mm. And we just organically yeah. got has together. It, that was kind of where I was going. Has it helped you guys now being together that you both kind of hold each other accountable? Synergy-wise, like for yeah. sure. I would say like unspoken accountability. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like, Tyson, did you do your stuff no, today? Yeah. No. You know? Yeah. But it is definitely <clears throat> collaboration. For sure. Yeah. Double-checking. Yeah. Uh, and growth in terms of like, hey, how do we move this forward? We different strengths. Yeah, different yeah. strengths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you bring, Tyson? By the way, thanks for serving our country. Yeah. Um, what did you bring from your military background into what you do now? Good question. Uh, my biggest thing that I probably brought is not organization that, that <laughs> went out once. I, but I, I think largely is the um, that failure is a necessity and that you That's will cool. learn through that every time. It, but you must get back up. So that was the whole thing that I always okay. had growing going into the military. But it solidified of you know the you can't do it alone and you got to fail to be able to, to grow. And that was okay. So if something doesn't work, pivot, redo it again. Yeah. You know, it's we, not the end of the world. We need to put that on a milestone group T-shirt. That, Failure is a necessity. Yeah, that's it's, sick. <laughs> that's super. But I, cool. I think that's important because I think I don't like that idea of you know the culture of you know fear of failure. How do you measure success if you can't yeah. fail? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And and honestly, my character is defined by my failures, not my successes. Like, how did you handle yourself in the in the in the hardship? You know, you're gonna find out what's what you're made of when the pressure's on the when you yeah. get squeezed. Yeah, right? it's true. So that to me is, if I can take the lumps, and I know I'll get back up, I know <clears throat> that I will infinitely outlast somebody. It's 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 outlasting the temporary. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's why I, I hate the age of participation trophies. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm so against it. You need to get your shit kicked in yeah. uh, more than once to, oh. to know what that feels like yeah. and to know what the perseverance feels like. Yeah. And it's good. You know what? It's a great freaking story. Like, yeah, man, I'll tell you some you know stories about getting beat up, getting scuffed up on some different things. You're just like, that is, a, that is resonates with people. When I see somebody, you're like, how are you doing? Oh, I'm great. Oh, my life's all, you know, rainbows and butterflies. You're like, I don't even want to talk to that guy. Yeah. They got no grit. They got no grit. You connect through adversity. You don't connect through like uh, all the good times. You connect through adversity and challenge. That's where relationships are made. Should we end this with like my coolest story of all time? How long is that gonna go? It's gonna go like three minutes. (laughs) Three minutes. Okay. Should we end it with that? Roll it. And then we get out of here. Yeah. This is your best story of all time. I've been like thinking of sharing this in the podcast for a while, and I want to share with these guys (laughs) because it's. I feel like they'll they'll find me cooler because of it. Um. So me and my brother, when we back in the day when I first got my license in real estate. We were doing it together for like a short period. And um, at the time, we were just trying to be savages, basically, is what we were trying to do. So we were like, we were dedicated. We we're like, we're waking up at 4 a.m. every day. We're going to work out at 4. Um, we're going to like go extreme diet, only take cold showers. We were just trying to be savages, basically, okay? While trying to start this business, right? Trying to start being a real estate agent. Um, so we're doing that. And we run into this, we like partner up with this guy kind of, and he has an office space in this giant warehouse. Um, and he is there because he's an investor in this guy's company. And this guy's company is like, I was kind of confused by it. I was like, what does this guy do exactly? And he was like, hey, you know, I told him you guys are going to be here, but he's really weird about privacy with his stuff. And this is like, a imagine a call center that could fit like 5,000 people in it, and we're the only ones there. That's, that's this, the feeling of this room. It was a bunch of cubicles, and no one's there. So we go there, because we're savages, right? We go there at like 9 p.m. and we're working, right? We're not really doing anything, but we're just trying to figure stuff out. The guy shows up for the first time, the guy that owns this building, and he goes, who the hell are you guys? He, like, freaks out at us. And we're like, oh, shit, you know? And I was like, hey, sorry, we're with so-and-so, and 
where's his partner? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 they told me you guys were going to be here. Uh, come into my office. So we, like, go back with them. Getting boiler room vibes. <laughs> this, guy's, this guy gave me weird vibes. Like, you know, sometimes you can just feel like, I don't know yeah. about this guy. Um, really short guy, really aggressive. Really aggressive. Like, uh, very confident for no reason. Like, if you saw me, like, why is he so confident? Uh, like a short little toad, you know? Um, but brings him to his office. His office is badass. I mean, he's got like crazy. He's got like a sculpture of like a, he's got like this giant Egyptian sculpture. He's got like swords, crazy stuff like that. Very eclectic, like billionaire type stuff. Right. Bring us in there. And the first thing he's, he does, he points at me, he says, come here. I was like, okay. I walk over. Keep in mind, I'm 20. I'm t- <laughs> at this point. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm like 20 years old. My brother's like 19, 18. So we're like pretty impressionable. He goes, sit down. So I sit down. He's like, we're going to play chess. I was like, okay. I play chess with him for like two hours. He just annihilates me, annihilates me, annihilates me. And I found out later this guy's IQ is like 190. So he's like super high IQ guy. Just beat me down mentally. He just kept telling me how stupid I am. He's like, you really didn't see that coming again? I've done the same thing to you five times in a row. Wow. So, and it's at this point, it's like probably 11. And then he goes, starts telling us stories about how the world works and how we're all like pawns and going into detail and all this stuff. And he goes, you guys know how to fight. And I'm like, no, <laughs> we don't know. I mean, kind of, not really. He goes, okay. Throws this stick at my brother, like this fighting stick. <laughs> Sounds, Sounds like red. For the, for the like next, it's like a Bond villain. For the next hour, we're fighting this guy with sticks. He's slapping our back, slapping our head, slapping our hands. And then he's like, do you know hand-to-hand combat? No. Why are you still in the room? We, to this day, me and my brother talk about, why do we not just leave? <laughs> then we do hand-to-hand combat. He shows how he could kill us multiple ways. He has like fake knives on us. This is the catalyst. <clears throat> we're there and then we're just mentally beat down and drained at this point. I think that's what he was trying to do. At this point, he goes, How do you feel like your intuition is to us? And I was like, Pretty good. And my brother was like, Yeah, it's good. He pulls out a gun and he goes, Do you think it's loaded? Yes or no? And my brother goes, and I was like, Hey, Holy we're not. Shit. I, at this point, I was like, Fight or flight. I was like, Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And he goes, My brother goes, Don't worry, Christian. It's not fucking loaded, dude. Stares at him like that. And I was like, <laughs> And the guy points it at his head. No. He goes, how confident are you in that? And my what brother goes, psycho. and I go, I started freaking out. I was like, put the fucking gun down. Yeah. You know, but then in my head, I'm also like, he already showed he can beat the shit out of us. Easily. Without a gun. Yeah. So what am I going to do? Yeah. Right? Um, so he points again, and that's what's going through my head. I'm like, I cannot defeat this guy's like, but maybe I can get it. And he kills me and Jack gets out of here. My brother, that's what I was like thinking. Jesus. And so he points the gun at him. And then my brother, just crazy. I'll never forget this. He looks at me and goes, don't worry, bro. Click it. It's not loaded, bitch. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. He goes, oh, you're sure about that? Had the magazine in it. Okay? Because I was like, we've grown up around guns. Had the magazine in it. And Jack's like, click it. I want to see. Pull the trigger. And I was like, Jack. <laughs> what are you like, doing? And I was like, second away from tackling this guy and like trying to get my brother out of And he goes, click. What? Pulls the trigger. Nothing was in Nothing it. Nothing was in it. And then Jack goes, told you. <laughs> What and the guy the goes, hell? and the guy looked at me and he goes, do you really think I would have a loaded gun on his head? And I'm like, I don't fucking know you, dude. They said you whooping her ass uh, for the last couple hours. So here's the craziest part of that. We leave, my brother leave, like right after that, we lip. We didn't say a word to each other. We're just mentally drained and beat. We just drive back to our place. In shock. We had never talked about that until like six months ago. This is like 10 years ago. It's like 10 years ago. What was the whole, what was like, what why was, were you guys? Ever since that day, that dude was our bro, dude. He loved us. Every time, like, the next time we saw him, he introduced his whole team. He's like, these are mid. These guys are solid. And I was like, was he just testing us? You know? But that's, it out turned, a, that's out of a movie. Dude, I know. And what's crazy, me and my brother brought it up around my wife and his wife. 
And they were like, why have you never told us this? And we we're like, we haven't even talked about it ourselves. Trauma. Yeah, trauma. 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 Yeah. trauma. Exactly. We bear trauma. that deep. Yeah. But like, it wasn't like a- I'm, Also, men are vaults. Yeah, 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 yeah we just yeah, shut yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Never yeah. again, just, it's what it is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, after that, he was just our bro. And then we found out later, he's like a massive con artist. Oh my God. And he went to prison, this guy wow. did. Wow. Yeah, he went to prison for being like a conning people out of money or something, I guess. Um, but it was crazy. It was a crazy experience. We wow. were in that, we were in his office for so like- So what'd you learn? Six months. Well, my brother's a savage. <laughs> I was like, my brother can. He's good. I'll just trust him from now on. I couldn't believe that he didn't care, dude. Oh, that was like, crazy. imagine Danny being like, you're good, dude. Pull the trigger. You'd be like, no, dude, what are you thinking? No way. Yeah. yeah it's, it's easy to think. It's easy when you're not in that position to say what you would do in that position. Yeah. yeah. But until you're in those shoes. Don't know. Yeah. Well, and he's at, we're at a pretty big desk. He's on the other side of the desk. So even I was like, my head was like, how do I get to him? Yeah, how do you, you know what I mean? How do I get over there fast enough? So what was his whole purpose for being there? In the he just the business the the building owner? Yeah, he just owned the building, and, and he was just hanging out. He was going to work, I guess, at night. I don't know. We were just being savage. He was bored, and he wanted two little pawns. He wanted to scare some. He probably saw us on the security cameras. Probably, you know, like, I mean? I'll teach these yeah. young yeah. whippersnappers. I have a, I have an impressionable moment here. Let's go do this. Yeah. Probably. It was crazy though. I don't know why I felt like telling that story, but, but I'm glad you shared that. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah that kind was of a, interesting. Kind of a cool story. Yeah. But guys, this has been awesome. Thanks for coming on and thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for yeah. the invite. Yeah, yeah. the Enjoy cadence, as Will would say, yeah, the cadence has been insane. Uh, yeah, this has been awesome. Yeah, appreciate it.